are, and welcome to uh, a two-fisted, two-handed, what do they call it, a two-hander, when they make a movie with two characters episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because you've got Shine Lily. The, the episodes are going to be weird over the next few months. We're so crazy busy. You might get one of us, you might get two of us, you might get all three of us, you might get other people, but Friday Night Movie has not missed a week in six years, and we're not going to miss it, right, Lil? Lil's not even here. Lily's barely here. It's <laughs> just barely. me. Um, it's, 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 no, it's we're AI not going to miss it. <laughs> uh, AI, we're, we're, not, we're not. Uh, um, uh, we're not going to miss it. In light of the strike, no, we're we're, in, and in light yeah. of the strike, of which we express our solidarity, both strikes, um, we're also going to continue to do our best to talk around particularly big studio properties. But we have so many interests, and people mostly come here for the siblings arguing that's the main feedback we get they're like like if we did like a really cool episode like a deep analysis of a really cool film or tv show and i'll just get a text being like but you guys didn't argue so we're going to be focusing on some of Maybe our other we're just going to be giving people what they want having yeah, us exactly. not talk about the right. film industry and just chat <laughs> <laughs> and uh and 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 with that <laughs> <laughs> um uh, i think that, that maybe that'll be it maybe well this is our moment this is our you know we'll blow right. wide open uh exactly. so we're exactly. we're gonna we're gonna do a whole i told you shows uh and music theme the shy and lily version eventually we'll do the shy and becky version i'm sure but this will be the shy and lily version but before that before that we haven't checked in in a while because we've had a couple of guests and when we have guests we don't necessarily bore them with everything with that's going on in our family. Shenanigans. Lily, how are you doing? How are my nephews? How are they? They're growing up. They're hilarious. Um, they're getting so articulate. Yeah, it's a real sweet spot of like almost three and seven. Um, really enjoying the one who like is learning how to talk. Oh my God. He sounds just like our Cuban grandmother. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's just so fun to hear him talk because... I'll just look around and be like, did anybody hear that? Was anybody listening? Oh my God. It's like you're hanging out with our Cuban grandmother, um, but like an old man version. So it's right, like in delicious. the body of a teeny old man. Man, yeah. It's just very delicious. Um, and then the seven-year-old's really like shy. I mean, you have kids that are older, so you've been through seven, but seven is also very delicious because there's like, the you can see the wheels turning and like, the you know them like discovering a world that's outside of just your nuclear family because mm-hmm. they're in like real school and stuff like that and interacting and the other day we're in the car and Ari says you know and, and the car and we don't go in the car very much because of where we live we're not often not like you guys I like, think that take the car a lot and we're we're less so, but I, I realize that these car conversations are so revealing. Oh my goodness, car conversations! Oh my gosh. Uh, I need to just drive around. Driving the my kids to school is one of the greatest treasures I've had. Because Seriously, I have. We just that's a, such a fun time to chat. There's no phones or anything distracting you because you got to drive. Right. So it's, you you, you, you talk. I mean, think about how much time we spent with our mom who everyone knows we're so close with, just driving around Montreal, going to doctor's appointments, because we went to a lot of we went to a lot of doctor's appointments. <laughs> um, for sure. And and so we're in the car, and Ari's like, you know, mommy, there's there's some really bad words you shouldn't say. 
And I was like, uh, uh, okay. And he's like, like stupid and ugly. And I was like, yeah, oof, yeah, you're right. Like those are very hurtful words. And, and then he's like, and puta. <laughs> and I was like, what now? <laughs> I was like, what happened to like stupid and ugly? How did we get from stupid and ugly to puta? I was like, it seems like we've jumped like a like a shit and a fuck between. between. I'll take a shit any day over puta. I was like, I nearly swerved. I was like, what do you? And I like turned around for a second. I was like, sorry, where where did you hear that? And he's like, school, I think. And I was like, huh. Well, I'd love that Montessori education. (laughs) Did you have to? Did you have to like well, explain well, to him what it then, was? Then, then I was like, "Look, that is that is such a bad word." I think I was like, "That is a bad word," which I I don't want to really translate it to English, but I think everybody knows what that means, yeah, right? Yeah. You look translate up. Google yeah. Translate people. Yeah. So I was like, "That is such a bad word." That I I was like, "Look, there's some words," and he goes, "I know there are words that kids shouldn't repeat that adults say." And I was like, "Damn it, I must swear a lot." And I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, yes, yes, of course, Lily, of, of my course. kids." repeatedly say that your superpower is is. getting free stuff from hotels and swear and cursing and cursing and so i'll often like throw out a damn it or or a shit or something like that and be like ariel just like there's drinks that children shouldn't drink that adults drink there are words that children shouldn't say that adults say like like no one's giving you like a glass of wine so just like accept it but I, I was trying to explain, I was like, and then there are words that no one should say. I was just like, that are, they're not even for adults. Like, this isn't one of them. No one should ever say this word. And then I got the whys. Like, why? What does it mean? Why wouldn't you say it? <laughs> you swear all the time. <laughs> so, well, before he comes back to the United States, you're going to have to, you control know. that. Well, he, well then work the whole through the ones that are so acceptable good. in Spain versus the ones that are not acceptable right. in the United exactly. States. Exactly. The 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 um the good thing is that the rest of the conversation he just kept saying P U T A P U T A every time oh, we were talking. He can spell now. He's so smart. He's, yeah. Um. Oh, he can spell. <laughs> I was kind of like, good for you for spelling puta. <laughs> anyway um, okay yeah, so let's hilarious. get into today's episode it's let's let's get to our roots we're siblings we grew up together and i've actually met a few different people recently who talked about we were talking about music taste and they were either younger siblings or older siblings but the idea that a younger sibling is just bludgeoned with their older siblings music taste and I believe that you've had this confirmed. You're saying recently, or it's just you're... no. Just I think it's a conventional wisdom that a younger sibling often that that, and I think for the most part, assuming the older sibling is an adult, it it does lead to some really cool side effects because you know I think of I think of a lot of people who had cool older siblings who liked cool music. They liked way cooler music than. The other kids our age, like as an older sibling, if I was yeah. hanging out with a younger sibling, they knew about stuff I didn't know about. So, oh, I see what you're saying. Since like, you're the older, you had to bear that responsibility. But when you hung it, when you hung out with kids your age that yeah. were younger, like the kids who knew who Pink Floyd and the Grateful Dead were when we were like very, very, very young, like I didn't have someone to like mom and dad taught us a lot of things. And there's the, some a lot of Beatles and James Taylor. Yeah, yeah. 
and 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 things like that but but not like some classics of like, like it didn't like yeah. make you a like you Simon know, and Garfunkel you know right like not, but but the edgier stuff right right they weren't as into the edgier stuff and I'm, I'm gonna just start off this conversation and preface it by saying that I was wrong <laughs> like you know I have a hard time admitting I was wrong and I was wrong so I'm we have a bit it. on this show called I told you shows and that is the highest award and that's when you either were 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 led to something you wouldn't have otherwise enjoyed or you were or you refused to and you then eventually resisted, yeah. you resisted you and resisted. then the other person ended up being right so you have to give an I told you so and uh let, yeah let's hear more about how you were you wrong, wrong and I was right. right so i think that there was a lot of things that you know that we resisted and or i resisted for sure and that you I would I would say pushed upon me and Becky, um, forced on us that in the end was so like for our own good. It's unbelievable. Like I mean, stuff, to I quote, don't even know. I oh, don't I even know you know. Quote him, but oh, who? Which one? And the eldest boy. Oh yeah, quote him. <laughs> quote him. Oh my god, it's one of the best lines written in television ever. I don't care what anybody says. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, and so, and so. And I'm like, you know, if you know, I'm not going to name the show, but like, if you don't know that line, that's your fault. Yeah. Um. And so I don't know if you know this, but like later on in teenagehood, even in college, people would sit around and say like, oh, what was the first CD you got? Like, what was the first CD you bought? Like with your own money? Because back then that was like a really big deal, right? Like when we would have been kids and then in college, that would have been enough of a big deal to ask that question. I feel like that question got asked a lot. And people would like have to be shamefully say like the dumbest things because at the time, like whatever song was on the radio, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Of like not good music in the nineties, that, that's probably what they bought. But I always got to say, well, the first CD I ever got was Van Morrison, Greatest Hits, because you got me that CD. And I remember looking at him being like, but there's like no colors on this CD. <laughs> just like brown <laughs> and words it was like brown and words and i was like what the fuck is this but hey that album's amazing i definitely still have it somewhere and b everybody would be like oh sh- damn and i'd be like oh my god thank god Jay. i, I what also they didn't know is that i spent my own money on mariah carey's music box that was my first CD <laughs> that I technically the first cd i owned well, was you getting me van morrison some people will say that uh, good things about Mariah Carey, but Van Morris is pretty cool. I also remember I bought you Changes Bowie, the Bo- the David that Bowie. The, that was the other hits. thing I was going to say. And that, and I, I don't know if that was a full, I don't think I resisted Bowie. I don't remember. I always remember loving Bowie. I don't think I resisted it, that album. But I do think that I was like, what is this? Like, I wasn't like excited to get it. I didn't know what it was. But once you put that album in, there's there's no turning back like right it's like a solid single disc of just straight fire from david bowie exactly your ears are not expecting what you're gonna hear but it's pure joy and it's it's exciting and because we knew him from a particular movie with a lot of puppets in it i feel like you can name that movie no one's getting hurt by naming that movie (laughs) again if you know you know the man has passed away (laughs) <laughs> but, but yeah anyway. i guess if you don't also if you don't know the movie that david bowie starred in as a magical goblin man king. wearing 
Goblin King wearing very tight pants with a young Jennifer Colony. You need to IMDb your shit now. So, <laughs> it's also a great guessing game of trivia. So. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's just following. We've turned out. into a trivia podcast because of this trend. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so I think Bowie was just sort of you expanding my mind in, in a very careful, nurturing way because that was very accessible. I think we came to a problem we came to the major force of of conflict was when you tried to very forcibly make me listen to music that my ears I don't think were ready for. That's fair. And I think this I think there's a few bands that like you have to grow into. Those are not like I, I would love to know who yes. the little kids are that were into these bands <laughs> because Right. Exactly. I you know, and I just and also I was probably like what 16 or 17. 15 just starting to get a little bit angsty and annoyed and um you We're still waiting for you to come down from that yeah ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I admitted i was wrong it's much better <laughs> and we were driving in the country and you always pick the music here's the thing is that you well, there's no driving. way to get into the car with you and you're not picking the music you're always picking the music and i think i just like that came a bit to a head i was like you're not just the eldest boy like there's someone else in this car and i just like shivved out like i fully like had that shiv meltdown at the end of the series where i just like melted down and i was like i will pick the music and you were like not only will will you not pick the music and you were like now i'm gonna make you listen to some real torture shit and you put on one of the greatest like musical creations of all time fully admit it now but the talking heads at that time, I don't do you remember what song you put on? Uh I don't remember that what what song, but I it was may have even been um I was very into so okay, so it I, may have what's been, funny is my um, my way into talking heads was through two odd areas. One was the fact that um fish uh-huh. covered the talking heads album Remain in Light. And that, and I was, and and, and that's that where was you heard a, them? no, that wasn't that no, because I didn't listen to that, but I was just like, oh, fish really likes talking heads. That's interesting. Could, and, okay, go ahead. Keep and going. then Weird Al has the song "Doggy Dog," which I would only realize later is a pastiche of all of Talking Heads songs. And I guess I I remember I was out and I bought the the soundtrack to Stop Making Sense, and that was the first thing that I bought i just decided i'm like well, i'm gonna try this and if i look at the track list for that it's that live album which is probably the best talking heads thing you can buy like i don't i don't think there's a i don't think there's a a better place to start like i don't think yeah and you weren't playing me burning down the house like i think you were playing I don't, not even Psycho Killer. I think you, I want to say maybe Once in a Lifetime. Probably Once in a Lifetime, because that was really the first thing that I got. Because between Fish covering it and and it, Weird Al's like that, Dog Eat Dog also, and realizing that Dog Eat Dog copies I, that song. I mean, that's an amazing song. And This Must Be the Place is probably one of the best songs ever. Yeah, so, that was not the one I would be playing. No, no, so it was, no, no, it was no. probably it was that. Once in a Lifetime. And 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 i my ears just weren't ready for it plus i was just already so pissed and i made you pull over and i got out of the car 
like a real dramatic moment. Yeah. I like made you pulled over. I got out of the car and refused to get back in as long as talking heads were on the CD player. And do I regret it? No, because it is now lore in our family. Like it has provided, but in retrospect, you know, if it wasn't talking heads, it might have been a solo David Byrne album. Look into the eyeball. It might have been so that's that just too. Not fair to do it to a teenage Lily like that's yeah, because that that one you know it might have been that because it was definitely not easy to listen to. It was really I, look at well. eyeballs amazing. There's a lot of like cellos and then, and, and, then and then I remember somewhat shortly nothing. after that I heard um what is it Saxon Saxon violins Saxon violins and and I was like what is this. And I was like a blown away. I remember hearing that or song for the first time. That or And She Was. Both. But I think it was okay. Saxon Violins I heard first. And first. No, that was first. And I was like, what, what is this beautiful creation? And you were like, the same band. And I was like, oh, my God. And then you showed me And She Was, which blew my mind away. Because like I love those lyrics. And then. And like, of course, I didn't realize that Mariah Carey sampled Talking Heads. Genius right? of love, right? Yeah, right. Genius of love is, you know, like I never had any. Which is funny to bring this all back to Mariah. To Mariah Carey. Carey, who you know, God bless her. She's so, diva. so, yeah. So I was wrong, and in multiple occasions, you're forcing. Look, there. I would never have been able to like remotely keep up at camp, which is important. If I didn't like listen to massive amounts of Dave Matthews at the time at home. Because of you. I don't think I ever would have found, I don't know if I would have found Dave Matthews. And look, I am aware that Taylor Swift exists. I'm not going to do a full I told you show with Taylor Swift. I like two of her songs or maybe three. Um, I can't sit and listen to like a whole album of Taylor Swift. Uh, she's like reinventing the American economy <laughs> with her concerts. <laughs> so God bless her too. Like that, she's wonderful. But like, I'm not going to go a full told you show there in modern times with something like that. And I don't think you would either. I think you're very difficult to I told you show with music. I don't even think oh my you God, think I'm, of one. I might be one of the worst. Like I think like, most right. People... Like I don't know if you could say one thing that I've showed you in music that you... Like, that I love or that or I Or that liked. you resisted, that you resisted and then liked. That's that's and sure shit, not Wilco. But I didn't introduce <laughs> you to Wilco. So that was one that you like threw into the garbage. But I recognized you, you discarded I, I, and I, I picked up your trash like pile and I was like, this is the best band ever in the world. So like not, not even the music you were like, I'm not into, I was like, I'll just lap that up. And that got me through studying <laughs> in college. So I like I'll take your garbage pile as my best music and you can't even think of something that i probably have introduced you to i did try that exercise so why don't we start here at my i told you shows but what's going to aggravate you is that i have three and two of them definitely are like becky influences and Get out. oh because one... that's the uh avid brothers Avid. okay brothers, so one right? is the avid brothers who I, I never resisted, but I, I no, never connected to them. Yeah. But it's one of Becky's favorite bands. And then we went right. to see them live and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a favorite band. This band's incredible. Um, then Becky borrowed the Blink-182 um, live album, the Mark, Tom and Travis show, but like back when it was an import, when people didn't have it from one of her friends at school and left it in mom and dad's van. And yeah. I didn't even know it was them. And I just listened to that. And that made them one of my favorite bands. But then I will say a band that 
you both love stars that you've loved forever. Oh, that's a, hey, I think that's a good one. But yeah, you yeah. Didn't resist stars for I Montreal. Think. I didn't resist them, but 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 I, I never connected to realized, them. Yeah, and I'd had wonderful. tickets to them. I had tickets yeah. to them like 15 years ago and just didn't go. Like I was just like, eh, I don't want to go. But recently, Becky and I went to go see stars live. And I loved every minute of it. It made me so happy. And they're from it, Montreal, it, ex- right? From Montreal yeah. and just super excellent. Super, Great. Super Such excellent. an awesome like duo oh, you know singing lead. I, I I can live with that. Yeah. That you like like, I don't need anything else. That's yeah. how this dynamic is so ingrained in me. That I'm like, with one, but, I got away with one and they're so good. Great. Perfect. There, I don't there's, I'm satisfied. There's, there's probably more than one, but 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 that's one I really, really love and would be worth me to like put my, you know, hand in the fire and risk my reputation with you for you to uh, listen to. Start, but stars is stars. I mean, they're a great live band. For me, sometimes it takes seeing a band live to understand them, to appreciate the musicality. Um, but we also had some good times with, with when I used to come back from grad school to visit. We had a period where the last time, night before I left, we would sit on my like old janky laptop and I would burn you CD mixes. Mm-hmm. We'd go through my we'd go through my CDs, my 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 iTunes collection, and I'd burn you a mix. And then every single time I'd sneak on at the end the uh, South Park version of Come Sail Away. <laughs> and it would just like ruin the mix because there's no way to like have it not play that song. I love that version. Um uh, and then yeah, we've had some we've had some cool. we've had some good concerts. You know, one of the greatest bands of all time, one of the greatest bands of all time. Uh I uh we recently interviewed one of my heroes from it, Norwood Fisher, Fishbone. You came to Fishbone with me. I did. I don't think I I don't think I look, I'll say and I told you show because I know they're one of the most important and like greatest like ska bands ever of all time. More and than ska, funk, what metal. A funk, ska, genre defying. And genre defying because I think there's just like some heavy metal in there too, or something. It's heavy. There's something heavy in there. Um, we saw them during a particularly heavy phase. Right. The, the lineup we but, saw, but, the Spacey yeah. T lineup. I had to get my hearing checked after. Yeah. I did. I literally went to get my hearing checked after. But but I would say that that yeah, like I don't think I could go full told you show because I, I recognize that they're excellent, but I just can't listen to that music. But I, I recognize it. <laughs> All right, let's do a quick Byron man of bands that I love, of my favorite bands, of some of my favorite music. We'll close out on that um, uh, to see like which ones you like. And I just love okay. the Lily reaction. R.E.M. Oh, by a thousand times. By every time they play one of those songs in The Bear, my heart like hurts and gets excited at the same time. I'm like, don't go. <laughs> Tragically hip. Oh, bye. But I also resisted. That's an I told you show. I didn't like Tragically Hip at first when I was a kid listening to it. I was like, oh, my God, it's so depressing and boring and like very long. All the songs are so long. But then, of course, that's a huge I told you show. Genius. genius now it's going to get funnier. Music. Frank Zappa. Oh, God. No. Rent, maybe. I can't mad because he's a genius, but Rent. Only because, yeah. But no, I ugh, that's wrong. I just can't do that. But 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 he's a genius, so I recognize that the genius of Frank Zappa. Fish, which I have brought you to more than once. I'm gonna rent, but I'm gonna buy Strange Design, which I think is the most beautiful <laughs> song ever written, and I'm obsessed with it. 
Well, I know. I guess I have to buy because there were times where I'd listen to their albums like on repeat. Like the 90s albums. Yeah, on repeat, like just over and over again. So that's a buy. That's not fair. I have to buy. And how about? But I don't want, I don't need to see them live. I can, I'm going to rent the live show because I got, I saw it once. It was wonderful or twice. I've seen them twice. Wonderful. I'm good. Well, once when you were pregnant, I think once I, I was took pregnant. you, you yeah. had to get a chair or something yeah. like that. It was I like, this, on the is, floor. this is very long. Yeah. Um, and, and what about Rush? I'm going to buy that for you. <laughs> All right. This has been a super fun summer episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Lily, where can gonna- people follow you? It can happen at FNM Sisters on the Gram with yeah. me and Beck. Me and Beck's shenanigans. At Friday Night Movie, at Pancake for Table, FridayNightMovie.com, theme song by What Does It Eat? Thanks for listening. Bye, I love you. Bye, I love you. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Friday Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FridayNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.